right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there today? Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. You had a wonderful weekend as well. Ah, yes, yes, yes. We have a wonderful show planned for you today, as always, because we're good like that. (laughs) All right, anyway, anyway, welcome to the show, y'all. How y'all doing out there? Hope everybody is doing well. You know, we have uh, we got another good show for you, and um, we are really going to have us a ball today because uh, we're going to be talking about some things, and we're going to be talking about some more things and some more things. And you know what's really interesting about it? We're going to ask you a question today, and maybe it's for some of you, maybe it's not. But the question is, why won't you believe? Why won't you believe that? Who these people are showing you they are, they are. Uh, It's no secret. They're not trying to hide it from you anymore. They are who they are. But then again, you know, I've come to the um, conclusion as well that the um, you can't. Everybody's not going to get it. Everybody's not going to get it, and it's okay. It's okay. If you don't get it, you don't get it. <laughs> you know, you do not get it. But anyway, I'm not going to get all caught up into that because, you know, y'all know me. I get caught up and I start rolling and I forget to do all the other stuff um, that I usually do. So anyway, so uh, let's talk about some things. We have... Uh, um. We have some good conversations. Sarah Hooker B. Sanders, she got asked to leave a restaurant over the weekend. That was interesting in itself, you know. But, um, you know, they put their spin on it. But I got to, I'm going to tell you what the owner actually said and how it kind of differs from what they're telling you. But it's a good one anyway. Uh, The Texas and Cowboy cheerleaders, of course, they're suing the NFL. We're going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why it's dumb. Um. We're going to talk about the shooting of, of young Anton Rose in Pittsburgh, who um, was buried today. Um, he was shot three times in the back, running from police. But I'm going to tell you why those protesting may be missing an important point that we need to make sure that our young men and young women uh, are, are, are following and paying attention to. Okay, so we're going to talk about that as well. And the Supreme Court, for those who got cell phones and, you know, you're doing stuff on your cell phone you're not supposed to be doing, <laughs> well, the Supreme Court kind of helps you out if you ever get caught and um, authorities want to try to get into it. Um, so, yeah, we, we got that for you as well. Uh, let's see. And, of course, we have the song of the day, Black History Moment as well. Um, and we have my co-host P. Ross be here in a minute riding with me, and we have you, the caller. And you know what? That's all that we need. We have us. You know what I mean? We have us. Us is good. Us is good. <laughs> I like the way they say that. Us is good. Um, yeah. So with that being said, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show real fast. Um, it's easy, and it's fun to do. The first way is the only thing I do is give me a call to 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. 
press the number one on your keypad. And if you want to talk to me, P. Ross, or anyone else that may have a comment on any topic that we've discussed, and we'd be more than happy to let you in and um, talk to us. The next way is to um, email us. You can email us at ericletstalk at gmail.com or co-host P. Ross at p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. Okay? I hope I'm saying that slow enough for you. All right, and the next way, the chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate on the show today, and I do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you because I like that. I like hearing from you. Now, by chance, any of you should miss any parts of the show. All shows are archived, so you can always go back at any time, anywhere, and listen to the show. And also, we'll be putting the shows up on the website as well. I promise we will be doing that. All right? So those are all the ways you participate in the show. And as I said, hey, we want to hear from you. Because we got some good stuff for you today. Our black history person today is uh, Miss Octavia E. Butler. And um, she's one of the few African-American authors to become a prominent name in the white-dominated universe of science fiction. Yeah. And much as I love science fiction, I've never heard of her, so I learned something today myself. So those are all the ways you can participate on the show. And like I said before, it's fun. We're going to have some fun. We're going to giggle a little bit. We're going to get serious a little bit. And I'm going to hurt some of y'all feelings. I'm gonna put, just going to put it out there because some of y'all are not going to like what I have to say. And it's okay. It's okay because I know I'm not going to be, you know, I can't say everything to please everybody. And that's not what I've been sent here to do. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. So with all that being said, let me go ahead and bring the other part of the team in, the logical, intelligent one, the one, the only, P. Ross in the house. P., what's going on? How you doing? Talk to me. What you think about the show today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And my computer is acting crazy again, as you can hear. Um, but I'm going to another room. But anyway, I'm doing good. I'm still having technology issues today. I don't really know what's going on with that. But it's all right. We're going to get past it. We're going to get past it. Of course we are. Of course we are. Don't we always? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Mhm. I know. And yeah, it's good. It's good. You know, sometimes technology issues make you just fine-tune your equipment just a little bit more. Okay, that's what I'm saying anyway. It sounded good when I thought about it in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It sounded good to me, so you know, as long as it sounded good, we good. <laughs> That's what I'm keep telling myself anyway. Uh. So, but yeah, that's yeah. So, um, oh, oh, okay, we had somebody, then they left. But anyway, so other than that, we we good to go, and, and we ready to um, <laughs> we ready to rock and roll. We're ready to rock and roll today. All right, so that's all you got. I know you got some more. Tell me what you think about the show we got planned for the people. And I just thought about that. The show is going to be interesting. I'm hoping people will call in and, you know, let us hear their views because we got a lot of good stuff to talk about today. We got some interesting views to talk about. And it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. We got, we got the 
Tweet Master Pimp on board today. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 she said the Tweet Master Pimp. Oh, my goodness. I, I never considered that man that, but okay. <laughs>
Okay, so with that being said, here's I'm gonna give y'all two today. I'm gonna give you two songs of the day. I ain't gonna tell you what they are, but I'm gonna give them to you. All right, so here's your first one. Enjoy it. See y'all in about five minutes. Give you up. Gotta have some faith in the sound. It's the one good thing that I've got. got. My ticket for the long way round. Two bottles of whiskey for the way. And I sure would like some sweet company. And I'm leaving tomorrow. What do you say? Oh.
Somebody's watching me. I'm just a, okay. All right. Anyway, welcome back to the show, y'all. This is Let's Talk on Broad Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Hey, glad you could keep up with us. Alora Everness. Hey, it's been a minute. I ain't seen you in a while. How you doing? Welcome to the chat room. All right. So anyway, hey, y'all. I'm Mr. Talk, and I want to say welcome to the show. And we have a great show planned for you today. So I want you to sit back, relax, and get ready, because we're going to rock and roll today. <laughs> I, I wish I could talk just that calmly throughout the show, but I can't. And that's not who I am, so that's not what I'm going to do. Anyway, welcome, y'all. Uh, we got some good stuff for you planned today. Um, my co-host, P. Ross, she's going to be riding shotgun with me today, and we're going to have us some fun. Y'all know me, I, I like to have fun. I, I really do because that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do apologize. You know, uh, I got so much going on right now with, with the screen. And, man, y'all just wouldn't realize what I have popping up in front of me right now. But we're going to get through this. We really are. Uh, my, my co-host say, yeah. Uh, um, you know, it, it, it's... <laughs> My name is Mr. Talk, not Mr. Song. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's okay. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Okay, so uh, we're not going to hold up this, the, the, the fanfare any longer. It's about that time, man, to get your black history person moment. Right and uh, here she is, my co-host, P. Ross, with the black history moment. Take it away, P. It's on you. What you going to do? <laughs> All right, we have a very renowned woman of art today. Her name is Akibia Estelle Butler. She was born on June 22, 1947, and she passed away on February 24, 2006, at the tender age of 58. But in that short period of her lifetime, she became um, a, a science fiction writer. She was a multiple recipient of both the Hugo and Nebula Awards. In 1995, she became the first science fiction writer to uh, receive a MacArthur Fellowship. She was born in Pasadena, um, California, right here in, in the good old U.S. of A. And believe it or not, they said that she was an extremely shy child. And she found an outlet by reading and uh, by reading and writing fantasy. As a teen, she began writing science fiction. She attended community college during the Black Power movement, and while participating in a local writers' workshop, was encouraged to attend the Clarion workshop, which focused on science fiction. She soon sold her first stories by the 19, uh, late 1970s. Um, she then became sufficiently successful as an author that she was able to pursue writing full-time. Her books and short stories drew the favorable attention of the public and awards judges. She also taught writers' workshops, and then she eventually relocated to the state of Washington. Now, you know that she had a lot of hurdles to overcome because she had to overcome um, um, racial segregation. She, um, growing up in the racially integrated community of Pasadena, which allowed her to experience cultural and ethnic diversity in the midst of racial 
segregation. But when she left out of that, you know, it was kind of a shock to see how the rest of the country lived. Uh, a lot of times she accompanied her mother to her cleaning work where she, in a white people's houses, of course, through the back doors as workers. And her mother was treated poorly by her employer. So even though they lived in an integrated community, outside of that community, they still had to deal with the ugly monster of uh, segregation. Um, from an early age, an almost paralyzing shyness made it difficult for Bert Butler to socialize with other children. So in her awkwardness, paired with a slight dyslexia, then that is uh, that is a handicap which transforms the letters as you read. But she even overcame that to become a renowned writer, author, and prize winner. So it made her this this ailment made her schoolwork a torment, which led her to believe that she was both ugly, stupid, clumsy, and socially hopeless becoming an easy target for bullies. As a result, she frequently passed the time reading at the Pasadena Central Library. She also wrote reams of pages in the big pink notebook. Hooked at first on fairy tales and horse stories, she quickly became interested in science fiction magazines of the time, such as Amazing Stories, Galaxy Science Fiction, and the magazine of Fantasy and Science Fiction. She began reading stories by John Bruner, Zena Henderson, and Theodore Sturgeon. At age 10, she begged her mother to buy her a Remington typewriter, on which she packed her first stories, Two Fingers. At 12, she watched the televised version of the film Devil Girl from Mars and concluded that she could write a better story. She drafted what would re- what would later become the basis of her paternist novel. Happily ignorant of the obstacles that a black female writer could encounter, she became unsure of herself for the first time at the age of 13. When her well-intentioned Aunt Hazel said, Honey, Negroes can't be writers. See, you always got one of them. They won't allow the children to dream. But in spite of that, Butler persevered in her desire to publish a story, even asking her junior high school teacher, Mr. Fab, to type the first manuscript she submitted to a science fiction magazine, which he did do. After graduating from John Muir High School in 1965, Butler worked during the day and attended Pasadena City College at night. As a freshman at PCC, she won a college-wide short story contest, earning her first income of $15 as a writer. She also got the germ of the idea for what would become her novel, Kindred. An African-American classmate involved in a black power movement loudly criticized previous generations of African-Americans for for being subservient to white. As Butler explained in later interviews, the young man's remarks were a catalyst leading her to respond with the story providing the historical context for the subservient, showing that it could be understood as silent but courageous survival. In 1968, Butler graduated from PCC with an Associate of Arts degree with a focus on history. Now, that's just her background. From 1971 to 84, Butler's first work published was 
uh, was crossover in 1971, Clarion Workshop Anthology. She also sold the short story, Child Finder, and Holland, Holland Ellison for the anthology, The Last Dangerous Vision. I thought I was on my way as a writer, Butler recalled in her short, short fiction collection, Blood Child and Other Stories. In fact, I had five more years of rejection slips and horrible little jobs ahead of me before I sold another word. Starting in 1974, Butler worked on a series of novels that would later be collected as the Paternus series, which depicts the transformation of humanity into three genetic groups, the dominant Paternus, humans who have been bred with heightened apathetic powers and bound to the patterned master via a Psionic chain. Their enemies, the clay arts, disease mutated, animal like, animal like, superhumans, and the mute, ordinary humans bonded to the paternus. And y'all thought neither the living dead was the original. I'm telling you, there's some stuff. She also had another novel, A Mind of My Mind, a prequel to Pattern Masters. Set in the 20th century, the stories follow the development of Mary, the creator of the psionic chain and the first pattern master to bind all paternity. Sounds more like, uh, 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 what was that movie with Keanu Reeves? Yeah, it sounds like that. The third book in the series, Survivor, was published in 1978. The particular survivor was Elena, the adopted child of the missionaries, the fundamental, the fundamentalist Christians who have traveled to another planet to escape patternist control and clear in, infection. Captured by a local tribe called the Tekhan, Elena learns her their language and adopts their customs knowledge, which she then uses to help the missionaries avoid bondage and assimilation into a rival tribe that are, that opposes the Tekhan. Her her awards and honors included just this year. She was inducted into the International Astronomical Union, named a mountain on Clarion and Moon of Pluto, Butler Mons, to honor the art. Public suggestion period and nomination by NASA. 2012, she got the Solstice Award. 2010, she was inducted by the Science Fiction into the Science Fiction Hall of Fame. She also won the Langston Hughes Medal of the City College in 2005. 2000 Lifetime Achievement Award in Writing from the Pen American Center. She won in 1999 James Pitt Jr. Memorial Award shortlist for Parable of the Talent. She also won the Arthur C. Clarke Award shortlist for that same title. These are just a few because she has numerous, numerous, too many to name right now. Um, on here, numerous awards. There is also an Octavia E. Butler uh, Memorial Scholarship that was established in 2006 by the Carl Brandon Society. Its goal is to provide an annual scholarship to enable writers of color to attend the Clarion West Writers Workshop and Clarion Writers Workshop. Descendants of the Clarion, the original Clarion Science Fiction Writers Workshop in Clarion, Pennsylvania, were where Butler got her start. The first scholarship were awarded in 2007. That is Miss Octavia E. Butler, African-American science fiction writer, renowned science fiction writer. 
All right, renowned science fiction writer. All right, that's that'll right. work. You got to put that in there. You got to put that in there because she got a lot of awards. She did a lot of stuff. Apparently, had a heck of an imagination. You know, you always got to have an imagination to write science fiction. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. That, that's some good stuff there. Thank you, P. And that was yeah, Miss, uh, uh, what's her name again? Octavia. Yeah, Octavia Butler. Yeah, a couple of those books, um, the paternity that she wrote, sounds like sounds like the theme for The Matrix. Yeah, hey, The Matrix is the bomb. I love The Matrix, all three of them. Hey, I'm watching, I learned something new. Heck yeah. All right, thanks. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Okay, I had to get my voice right there for a minute. All right, y'all. <laughs> that was that's your Black History moment, yeah. If you want to know more about Miss Octavia E. Butler, y'all know where to find that. YouTube, um, uh, 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 BlackHistory.com. Uh, just do a Google search. Hey, information is out there. Information is out there. You know, it, it's good to know. You know, some of the, the achievements that most Black folk have. You know, and you're gonna learn something. Hey, speaking of that, I know this is a little off topic, but you know, it's something we have been taught in school over, over and over and over and over again. But, and I may be the only one who knew this, but do y'all realize Eli Whitley was actually a white guy? I'll let that yeah. marinate for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let that one marinate for a minute. Because, you know, we weren't taught that. We thought he was, all this time, we thought he was a, a, a black guy. No, Eli Whitley was white. But there's a story behind it. But we'll get to that one day. Um. I want to welcome Refining Design into the chat room as well. But I'll tell you, all my old crew showing up today. I love it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> great stuff, great stuff. Man, we ain't even got started yet. We got somebody that want to talk to us. Boy, I tell you, it's good, ain't it? All right, y'all. So, hey, we got some tweets from um, you-know-who in the, in, the, in, in the chat room, you know, because he went on a little tweet, tweet fest this morning and yesterday. So we, we kind of put some of them in the chat room because, as my co-host calls him, what you calling, P? Tweet Master Pimp. Tweet Master Pimp. That's it. <laughs> Tweet Master Pimp. And, um, you know, he goes on his little, you know, his his Twitter um, parade at certain times of the day and weekend and stuff like that. So uh, let's see. The first one he put out there. And I think this one is, was yesterday. We can't allow all these people to invade our country. When someone comes in, we must immediately, with no judges or court cases, bring them back from where they came. Our system is a mockery to good immigration policy and law and order. Most children come without parents. See, he went and he revised it and said, we cannot allow all these people to invade our country. When somebody comes in, we must immediately, with no judges or court cases, Bring them back from where they came. Our system is a mockery to good immigration policy, law, and order. Most children come without parents. Now, as we know, if you listen to um, the show Friday, if you listen to the show Friday, you will find out that uh, it's a reason why the children come by themselves. But then you will also know that the United States did not, uh, um, they're violating, uh, let me slow it down. They are violating, they are violating the, um, 
international law. Yeah, they they violate international law number one. And in 1989, there was a treaty that was passed uh, that they basically said if a child comes across the border by themselves, you are obligated to take them in. However, the United States never signed that 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 treaty. Now everybody else in the U.S. signed it except for the United States. Uh, so. Of course, he can tweet and go crazy right now because he didn't sign that thing, that the treaty. Treaty. Not to mention that last week the United States pulled out of the UN um, Human Rights Council as well. Now, of course, they say they pulled out because they tied of the council um, targeting and bullying Israel, and um, they have a problem with some of the other members that's in, in the, on the councils because of human rights violations that those countries have. However, looking in between the lines, I'm saying, what's a better way to, to push your immigration laws and things by dropping out of the Human Rights Council? You use one thing on excuse, but there's another one that if we're not in it, you can't say nothing to us about it. So we do what we want to. And, of course, you know, he, he's on this kick about building this wall. Do y'all know how much he wants? I think last estimate was like $99 million to build this freaking wall. During his campaign, he said that Mexico was going to build. Of course, Mexico, like, we ain't building nothing, so now he's come up with these. And see, if y'all pay attention to what's really going on, it's interesting because since Mexico said he ain't going to pay for the, they ain't gonna pay for the wall, you know, now let's attack them. Okay, let's do it like this. We're going to put tariffs on you. You know, they're going to tax everything, right? And the problem, the, the thought process is we tax everything, we get this money, that's going to pay for the wall. Yeah, no, it's not gonna happen like that. And and, and the other honestly, the other part of this whole thing is, while we while they're up there building walls or whatever, want to build a wall, the deficit is steady going up. Isn't that the mantra of the Republican Party to cut spending, to cut all, to bring the deficit down? Well, this man in office, the only thing he's done is raised it up. Interesting. Not to say that Obama cut it himself, because we know that didn't happen either. But, uh, you know, and people get caught up. Like I said, they get caught up because I'm a Trump supporter. He's doing all right. He's doing everything right. Because I was an Obama supporter, he did everything right. No, neither one of them doing everything right. They're both messing up. Y'all almost had me cussing then. But anyway, that was that, was that tweet was about. Go ahead, uh, um, P. I know you got something to say about Pimp Master's tweet. <laughs> tweet Master Pimp, man. Tweet Master Pimp. TMP for short. Y'all know he's Tweet Master. <laughs> the, the crazy thing about it, he's talking about we cannot allow all of these people to invade our country. Wait a minute. Hold up. This is a country you stole from the Native Americans. What are you talking about? Our country. <laughs> you invaded. They're just doing the same thing you did. So, mm. what's the problem? <laughs> you know, we wanna, yeah, what's the problem? I mean, you know, you, 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 you know, what if we told you go back to England? You know, wherever the heck you and Columbus and all them other folks sailed over here from, go back to Britain. You came mm. here. 
tried to escape mm. the oppression of the Roman Catholic Church in England and the king of England. Remember, how much more so should not these people be able to come and escape oppression? Mm-hmm. It was good enough for so why now all of a sudden it's not, it's, it, 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 it's not good enough for anybody else? Because their skin is darker than yours? Really? Mm. That mm-hmm. has nothing to do with it. It was good enough for you, but now it's not good enough for anybody else. Mm. You forget. You forget. You know, but since, you, you know, you are the supreme, so-called supreme beings, I guess you, you don't have to reflect on any of that. You can just, you can just have selected memory and say, oh, those things never really happened or get over it. Those things were in the past and we don't need to dwell on that. I guess you have mm-hmm. arrived. Mm-hmm. I guess you're the only people that have arrived and and, and, and the rest of, of the human population has not. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> really now? You're just talking, huh? Yeah, I'm just saying, you know. It's just, it's just, okay. yeah, it's just rhetoric. I mean, when you when you look at it, it just it's stupidity. It makes no uh-huh. sense whatsoever. We cannot allow all of these people to invade our. You could have used a better choice of words. Mm. Better, right. better, yet, right. better yet, you could have saved your butt sleep and and not tweet anything. See, that's why I call him Chief Master Pimp, because, you know, he don't know. He don't know. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. All right. Um, hey, man, we, we got some great stuff coming out of the chat room. Uh, Refine Design said, I would, like to, I would like some feedback. What if instead of building a wall, we build centers, centers for processing, checking criminal backgrounds, contagious diseases, kill ham books, educating laws, and proper ID, and when they come in, we could garnish wages for the cost. Uh, Laura says, uh, I feel we as blacks need not bother with this fight. We have our own problems to solve. Too many of these illegals are giving our people hell in their own communities, and it's not fair. These illegals are not friendly to blacks. We need to stop caping for them. I guess it's uh, caping for them because, believe me, if it was the blacks in this issue, they would not do it for us. All right. And uh, okay, all right. So those are some of the comments coming out of the chat room. And I said, uh, refine. There are some centers. Uh, now I know about the part of criminal backgrounds, diseases. Uh, I don't know. I don't know with with that. And she said instead of building a wall, but that would defeat. I, I do believe that would defeat the purpose of keeping us all in instead of <laughs> keeping other people out. Because I, I do believe that's what the purpose of this wall is. He's trying to build so bad is to keep us in, not you know, not to to keep others out. It's a, it's, it sounds good to say it the other way around, but yeah. Um, let's see. A large city sent me an article that says several Latino gang members have been charged with firebombing the homes of black families living in the Boyle Heights housing area. An attack that federal prosecutors allege was designed to drive African Americans out of the neighborhood. Okay. Ramona Gardens. Where was this at? California. Ah, California. California. A. All right. 
I got you. I got you. You know, honestly, Laura, there has been so much going on in California between Latinos and blacks for so long. And, you know, a lot of people want to say, well, you know, it's, it, 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 it's, it's, how can I put this? Help me out, Pete. It's more of a, a plan type of thing to get two minorities to fight each other because um, here's the here's the honest truth, and I, I said this Friday, Latinos are, are fast about to become become um, the largest minority population in the in the United States by 2020 2016 something like that. So uh, 2026 I think we said, but so. What's a better way to to help to stop the kid two two growing minority communities to basically stop it is to get them to fight each other. Uh, easy way of population control. Because remember Friday I did I, I gave you an article where um, the white population is dying out because they're getting older. The, the women having children are getting older, and, and you know basically they're not having sex with each other anymore. So that that that's going against what they be, they believe par- apparently right now as well. So it's all these good things going on. Uh, you have to take a look at it, you know. And, and when, when you look at like, at articles, especially news articles like that, they're designed to twist your thought process one way or another. Because little is known, even though MS13 did start in in Long California. You know, the United States was the cause of it, it spreading across into Central America, Mexico, and other East countries. Yeah, the, okay, the blacks are not fighting, it's the Latinos. Yeah, they're not fighting in that area. But I'm sure, okay, all right, I'm, I'm going to go check it out. I'm not going to say too much because I don't know too much about it, and you may know more about it than I do right now. So, okay, I'm going to go and do some research on it. P, make sure you write that down so we can research it and, and get an answer to Laura on this one. Cause that's interesting, you I'm reading the article that she had uh, put in the uh, the link she put in there. I'm reading that now. Uh huh. Okay, but I, I hadn't heard of um, um, you know Latinos running blacks out. That's a, that's a very interesting thing well, right there. That's, that's, that's what it's saying. Not only it was two families, a family with seven people, and they ran out of their house, and across the street they had bombed the other black people's house. Uh, 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 right across the street. Hmm. Right across the street. Yes, it said it allegedly resulted in twenty homicides over the uh, three years. You know, mm-hmm. because of all of this violence. Wow, that's interesting. That that is very interesting. I'm, yeah, we're gonna have to check that out a little bit more in depth there. See what's really going on. Okay. See, that's what I like my my listeners because they're so educated. I learn stuff from them. I, I love it. I love it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh-huh. Um, Laura, it says, Mr. Talk, I know that this is uncomfortable, but blacks are complaining left and right and started to drop the Democratic Party because of it. Well, Laura, you know what? That's good. That That is a good thing. That is a good thing. They are beginning to drop the Democratic Party. Now, what I'm going to say right now is 
I hope they do not become a part of any other party. Okay? I hope the blacks begin to drop the Republican Party. The independent parties. Get away from all these other things that, that they're saying that we should be a part of that really aren't for us, that really wasn't made for us. And that's the truth. The Democratic Party really wasn't for us. It wasn't. It sounded good. And back in the day, that's what we were made to believe. But no, this whole political system that is in place right now isn't for us. I told you I'm going to say some things that are going to upset some people today, but it's not. It never has been. So that's good if they're beginning to drop the Democratic Party. Now I hope they just realize that this voting thing, you know, national voting thing is a, is a fraud as well. I mean, they've been showing it to us for the last two, three years now. Nobody paying attention to it. Why won't you believe it? Because it's a fact. I mean, and, and you know, I want to say this is my opinion, but the, no, this is this is the actual fact because the evidence is out there if you stop and take a look at it. The evidence is there. It's there. We just have to take our time and stop and pay attention to it. Go ahead, P. Tell me, tell them about it. <laughs> Uh, well, the fact of the matter is that, you know, too many times we depend on first appearances and and we're moved by emotions and what people say, and, and, and unfortunately, we fall for that rhetoric. And not only that, but if you've ever been uh, to vote, you know, in most of the black neighborhoods, they have people out there handing you the Democratic ticket, and telling you, oh, vote for these people. You don't see anybody out there handing you an independent ticket or a Republican ticket. They only hand you a Democratic ticket and tell you these are the people that 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 um, you should vote for. And most of the people not really looking up the issues for themselves, not really knowing what the platform is, that these people are standing on or what they're really, they go in and go down the line and check off all of those people on that ticket, not even really knowing who some of those folks are. So when they, when we talk about gerrymandering and all of that, this is why, because they know that this is the, this has been the plot, the plan and the scheme of the democratic party from the beginning. If they can come into our neighborhoods and give us a ticket and say, okay, vote this way, and we don't look in it, don't do the don't do the research, don't do the background on it, or really don't understand the real issues and just go and vote rather than educating ourselves. You know. And and not only them, you know, they have us out there, other blacks out there telling you, Hey, this is what you need to vote, this is the way you need to vote, this is what you need to do. We need to get this person in office because this is gonna benefit our community. And if we look back at it, when has it ever benefited our community? It has never benefited our community. Because the next time that it's time to vote or a good vote is coming up, the districts are always changed. It's nothing new. It's the same plan. It's the same scheme. That's what they do. And we just have to be wise, and it's good, you know. It's good. We we need to not vote the Democratic ticket. We need to vote our conscience. We need to vote for the best person that it is, or 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 or, or as others say, get on stuff, you know, and do what is best for us, for our community. 
you know. And, you know, Alora had some, she she had some good, you know, they had some good points. They had some good points, you know. We're always so concerned about other people for humanity's sake and not realizing the plan that 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 is behind all of this. If I can if I can force you or I can stir up some confusion between you and another race and get a race right anyway, then you're doing the job for me. I don't I don't have to lay my hands on you. You know, it's doing exactly what we plan to do. So if the Latinos are killing the blacks or the blacks start to kill the Latinos, you know, or whoever, we don't really care about either one of those. We're just trying to, you know, commit genocide in both of those populations. And as they say, keep them out of our country, which I still don't understand how it became your country anyway, but not neither here or there, you know. And she's right. We do need to just focus on building our community and building our family back. You know, men need to stand up and, and, and be men and, and, and take responsibility for the family. Instead of falling, falling for all this okie doke I can't do this, I can't do that, oh, I'm so oppressed. We always have been able to make a way. We've always been mm-hmm. able to provide and to have. We've always been able to do that. Half the, more than half the stuff in the invention, this is why we do the Black History Moments, so that you can see how the stuff that the United States has, that this country has, came off the back of black people. It doesn't matter whether the patent is in a white man's name. It was a black man who who saying necessity is the mother of invention. It was it was a necessity that they learned how to work smarter and not harder. But nobody mm-hmm. wants to address those issues. Nobody wants to come to the table and talk about that. See, because everything uh-uh. has been so white, everything has been so whitewashed, for lack of a, a better term. You know, we don't even know who we are. And we, and when we try to advocate that, then they want to label us as extremists now. You know, but say what you want to say. It doesn't negate the fact that all of this is still the truth. And we just need to open our eyes and be aware and not allow history to repeat itself. I ain't going down without a fight. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, me either. I mean, kick a couple of people. Yeah. No, I'm doing more than kick a couple of people. Let me tell you, tell the truth about that. All no, right. we got to meet equal force. We got to meet force with equal force. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, you know, you know, honestly though. I think we have to be just a little bit more devious than what they are. And that's yeah, my that's point true. of view. That's what I well, think. You're actually right. You are actually right. You're actually well, I know right. That's military training. Yeah. You know? You have to. Yeah. yeah. We got to be just a little bit better at it. But anyway, we got some um, Jabbar. Brother Jabbar want to come in and comment on something. And uh, I know for those who listened to Jabbar before, you know, he had. Well, I'll let him explain it to you because I can't explain it right because, yeah. All right, so anyway, Brother Jabbar, welcome to the show, man. What's going on? What you got for me today? How you doing, Mr. Talking, to your go- your co-host there? I'm doing fine, man. I know you didn't want to push that button to put me on, but you had to do it. I knew you had to. You had to push that button, but I'm here. 
Well, uh-huh. I'm going to try to save y'all both from getting in a whole lot of trouble. No, y'all better stop talking about again. the United States. Because if it wasn't for the United <laughs> States, and of course, a number of our people fighting, we all still probably be in slavery. Your issue is yeah. with the state. Your issue okay. is with the state. Right. State government. The municipality. Mm-hmm. That's where your issues are. And y'all okay, need to recognize that. What's the difference? Like I said, What's the difference? y'all going to be on that list. Yeah, no matter, we what probably is? already on the list. We probably already on the whole lot of this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter because, because, because either, you know, we're going to get into this story a little bit later. Either you stand for what your beliefs are or what your convictions are, or you, you, you accept the mess that they're handing out. And you just can't refuse to do that. We have principles. We have morals. We have values. We have things that we believe in. You know? And and it's time, you know, it's time for us not to be moved from that or allow somebody else to be moved from that or somebody to move you from that. Well, guess what else you got that you left out? What's that? That I told you about many, many months ago. You remember what that was? Uh, nope. You got your own state now. Yeah, so, you did say that. Right, yeah, right. Go I ahead. did say that. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh, most go likely ahead. you didn't look into it like you said you were going to. I actually I actually did go in and I looked at it at, at, at that date, but I have not been in into it since because actually, to be honest, I haven't had the time. I've been busy. I ain't going to even lie. And I saw the positions that you needed, and it's a lot. It's a lot. And I think when Mr. Parker tell you, we, we, we talked about it. I was like, I don't know. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on this because this is a lot. You know, they need, like, everything. You know, and I said that's Well, running your own government and governing yourself and your people takes a lot. Ain't nobody yeah, going to do this for us but us. It's a lot. It's a lot. I can't do that right now. Ain't nobody going to do it for us but us, and rightfully so. If you want to remain in servitude of the states in which you live in, under the municipality that you live in, then what are you complaining about? No, I'm, not, I'm not complaining. Believe me, I'm not complaining. I'm just making a statement of what truth is. There's a difference between complaining and making a statement. You know, because I'm going to live by my principles regardless, and I'm going to die by my principles. I'm not going to live in fear just because the so-called majority make rules and regulations about what I can or what I cannot say. I'm going to say what I want to say. The majority is not doing that. The majority you know, of people are I in the said, same. I said, the, I said the so-called majority. That's what I said, the so-called majority. Well, Jabbar. Jabbar, Jabbar, Jabbar. You know, we, we, we've had this discussion over and over again, okay? We, we had the discussion. And you know what my issue is with, with, with <coughs> excuse me, your country uh, uh, is... It's state. It's you state. don't have any... Okay, state. You don't have any resources. You have no way of defending your state. You're depending... You're, what you're depending on is uh, the other the so-called states that you're supposed to be moving away from, you're depending on them for all your resources. So where's the independence at that, with that? 
how are you going how are you really taking care of yourself? Well, first of all, you have to understand what a state is. It is true. Well, I do want to. It is true well, that I do a state. What independence is? If we gonna be on, in other words, we need to go and find some land that nobody owns and, and build from there. That's what we need to do. Now, whether it's within this country, somewhere else, fine. Let's do that. But to say that we gonna we have our own quote unquote state right here in the country that has never given two cents or three cents about anything we've ever done or or, 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 or are about to do, but we we're, we're supposed to. Just believe that they're just going to accept us and give us everything we need when we don't have it already? When they have already shown that they will take everything that we have and they have done that? But you want me to believe that all of a sudden they're going to say, okay, yes, we, we feel that now's the time that we go ahead and let them go on and have their own state and their own government and we will not bother them. And you really believe that's going to happen? Well, that that's what's happening, Mr. Talk. And I'm, I'm trying to tell you, a state ain't what you think it is. A uh, state is a, okay. In the sense that Go we're ahead. talking I'm about listening. a state is a political body, mm-hmm. okay, which has an organized government that's run by the people, and that's a Republican form of government. Mm. That's what we have. Now, when mm-hmm. it comes to resources, the United States federal government like it or not, they are managing our lands. When I say our land, it means the Aboriginal and Indigenous people's lands. Now, if there's Mm. anything that we need or want as a state, we can purchase it. Or if we have a legitimate public use for it, then we can go to the United States and say, look, here's here's our business plan. Here's what we plan on doing with this partial of land that nobody's using, and we're going to develop it, develop it in order to produce jobs, products, services, whatever, so that we as a nation of people can contribute to the well-being of America. They're not going to give you land just to sit on it. Why would they? Hmm. you got to do it as a though. You got to do it as a state, as an organized group of people. That's what you got to do it as. It ain't about individuality necessarily, but you got to do it as a state. That's how all the other states are doing it. Mm, okay. All right. It's so, true that states that you think yeah. of, which are a part of the United States federal government, which are those European states that were established, they have borders because issued charters by, well, specifically Virginia, first. They only operate their particular corporation, plantation, business within a certain geographical area. And as other states open up, they were nothing more than plantations or businesses, so that's why they have their borders. But we as the Aboriginal and Indigenous people, we occupy the whole of North America. We don't have any mm. other than, other How than did those. That work out for you? Well, who did that? It was the states that did that, not the United States. The United States assisted us in, in gaining our freedom. And they're assisting today <laughs> to make sure this, 
Don't put you back in in slavery. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It is true that there are in, there are individuals within every state that believe in in servitude, exploitation. You know, taking people's property. Hmm. Uh huh. That's where the that's where the fight is against those individuals within state government. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote, black people aren't organized enough. They gonna, you know, you gonna get taken advantage of. Hmm. Okay. You gotta, you gotta state. That's your only hope. You gotta be a state with the state charter because other states recognize state because they have a charter. That gives you the authority to. Act in the interest of the people of the state. And now, more and more people you know, uh, join uh, our uh, state and we know, start we know. exercising so, the so powers that are recognized in our part. charter, then things will mm-hmm. better for us. Ain't no, like I said, ain't nobody going to do this for us. But it's not like, it's like, not like you don't have a vehicle to do it. Yeah, that's true too. You know, you can't, you can't say but, uh, you can't do it. I don't have a way to do I mean, it because okay, you have a way to. Okay, like 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 I have said before, Jabbar. Like I've said before, uh, in theory, it's a good plan. It, it, it's an outstanding plan. But when you start looking logically, no. I mean, to do it, uh, to actually get out there and, and and do it, no. Because once again, you know, the fallacy of of, of the whole plan is you still depending on this government. To, to allow you to purchase, as you say, uh, land that you want to need to build your own. And and it's, it's a known fact that that has never been uh, uh, an available option to anyone. Now, people say, well, the Indians got theirs. Yeah, the Indians got put in a little corner on land and say, okay, this y'all, y'all can do what you want to. Granted, they got their own government. They got their casinos, but they fought for that. You see what I'm saying? Well, Indian tribe is not They already had their own. But see, you it, it sounds good, but how are you going to prove that this is yours? If somebody decides they want to come and take yours, how are you going to defend that? Are you going to have your own force to defend it, or are you going to depend on this government to help protect what you have? Because the bottom line is, regardless of what you build, you got to be able to protect it. We've had our before. We had our war, Wall Streets. We had our neighborhoods and communities. We had all that before. Had it. And, and where are they now? We've had, uh, we had 900,000 acres of land before. Where is that now? You know, it, it's not like this is a fresh idea. This, I mean, it's not like it's a fresh idea. What we need is a, a fresh approach to it. But it's not a fresh idea. During those times, I have to admit, things were more barbaric back then. That's why they were able mm-hmm. to do what they did. No, they're mm-hmm. more barbaric. They still are barbaric. Nothing has changed. The matter and the way and, and that they do it, my, the message more has changed. It's still barbaric. <laughs> There's nothing that's stopping us. As an individual, I'm not talking about a, a, a nation of people, but just as an individual from going out and purchasing land that is available. There's nothing stopping us from doing that. Oh, we have land. Right, we have land, but it's not under your government. 
It's not under your management. It's not under your laws. So anything you do with that land, you need approval from the state which you live in. It's under their jurisdiction and ownership. Mm. It's not under your government. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so the, the the theory part to me goes out the window because like every other state in this union has a, a charter, we have a charter as well. Every other state has a constitution, we have a constitution as well. Only thing we got to do is exercise the powers again in our charter, using our our laws, using the federal laws. If you if you read them, you see that they're in our favor but if, if mm. you never go to court to enforce these things you're not going to get the proper remedy we go mm. in court backed by enough people who say look we have our charter we have our constitution we write our own laws and according to federal law you cannot do that but you can't go there as black people individuals it ain't going to work you can't go there as an organization it ain't going to work because the organization is incorporated under the, the state laws, and they don't give you the authority to do that. Why would they? So, all right, because we, we need to wrap this up, you know. Um, so, basically, what, what what law are you trying to approach this at? International law? Of course. You're a nation of people. You International law applies to you. International every state in this union is under international law through Article Six, mm-hmm. Clause Two of the uh, United States Federal Constitution. Any treaty that the United States has ratified, all states are underneath of it, and they have to abide by the the the, uh, the treaty and the declarations and oh, resolutions man. that are that are signed as well. So it's not that yeah. we don't, the law is on our side, but you got to exercise, sure. you got to uh-huh. enforce it in the court. Mm. Okay. So that's what we're um, trying to do at Utah right now. But again, okay. the more people right. we have in each contact with these government officials and municipalities and sheriffs, things are going to change. I mean, they're going to change anyway. I'm just letting you all know. If you if you're serious about getting involved and doing something, the vehicle is here for you to do it. Yeah, it is not for you. So I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. Thank you as always. See, I I, I know. See, that's why I said we go through this all the time. So I'm not upset. I understand what you're saying, but I, I I'm looking at the the, the 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 big picture and what has happened compared to what you want. You talk about is this happening? And I just don't see it right now. Yes, yeah, six oh six. Welcome to the show. But um. Hey, it's a good point. But hold on, let me let me all right, thank you, Jabbar. Let me bring this other call in, okay? Okay. All right. All right, let me see. Hey, cuz, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> not hey. much, not much. Talk to me, brother. Oh man, I'm just out here trying to work a little bit. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make this brief. I kinda I wanna mm-hmm. ask the guy um they were talking about the state and um, a question, is he still there? Is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. I just opened his line. Okay. Um, 
how can you become a state within a state? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, the United States already pretty much um, has all the land within the United States uh, answer for. So how do you become a state within a state and have your own government within a state that already has a government? Okay, again, the state is a political body, people organized mm-hmm. together for a common purpose, and they have a government. In order for you to become a political body, a recognized political body, is that you're going to have to receive a charter. And then that charter outlines your powers, jurisdiction, and authority. Okay, so that's what we have. We went to the state of Indiana. We submitted our charter request. It was approved. Now, when I say approved, I don't mean like they gave us or they've given us anything. What they've done, they're recognizing our God-given right to govern ourselves. And the Aboriginal and Indigenous people of any land has the right to establish themselves a government. So that's how the state formed. A lot of people think a state is is like a a section of land. Well, that's more like a territory. Within that territory is a government who operates or who manages that particular territory. So when you say the state of Virginia or the state of Maryland or whatever, all that's telling you is that there is an established government or political body that's governing their citizens who live within that particular borders. But in every state, there are municipalities. So you got different governments, governmental entities within the state of Virginia or the state of Maryland. You have municipalities, you have cities, you have towns. All of those are, are governments, but they're not states. So, again, all we did, we formed our state, have our own jurisdiction within every state of this union. And our laws apply to our citizens. Their laws apply to their citizens. But the common law applies to everybody. And that common law is you can't harm anyone, trespass, you know, cause violence, um, commit fraud. Those things are common to everybody. So if you break the common law, any state law or any state authority can come after you. But those statute codes and ordinances they write, those are for their citizens. Hmm. So okay. that that's how a state is. A lot of people, again, they they they're not wrong, but they 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 thinking of a state as as a, like a a certain section of of land. It is, but then again, it has to do with jurisdiction, and that's more of what it is. It's jurisdiction that a political body has within a certain borders. Our borders is North America because we are the Aboriginal and Indigenous people of North America. But if you're going to call yourself black, then you're recognized as coming from Africa, and you have no authority to establish a government here. And the only way that these states have authority to establish a government is through a charter they received from a foreign power who had treaty with the Moroccan or Moorish Empire. And to keep these 
multiple states in check, that's where that federal government comes in. All in check. Okay. Once they violate the human rights of or civil rights of, of a state citizen. So how what do you do? You gotta play the game. You get your own oh, state, so like, you in the game, you in the ball game. So, International so, law applies. So So you're you're okay, you, we're just gonna shoot with Indiana cause I, uh, because I don't exactly know which state you're in. I thought you said Indiana. Um, so basically, you still have to abide by uh, the state laws in the state of Indiana. Correct? Okay. The law of Indiana, and you may want to look this up, the law of Indiana is its constitution. And any law that they write that is not inconsistent with their constitution. So all the statutes and codes that they write, that's not a part of their constitution. That applies to their citizens, the people that are subject to the state government. Constitutional law brings you in under international law, and that's where the common law is. So the common law, every state is, is subject common law right but what i'm asking are you guys uh subject to um indiana in india the state of indiana's law again the, the state of indiana's law is their constitution and the constitution is international law common law everybody is subject to common law which is international law okay so basically, okay. basically right. yes, your, your answer is yes, then. With the understanding that the state, <laughs> the, the state, the codes and ordinances that's in the inner right don't apply to us. Only constitutional principles apply to us. Just like people say, well, you violate my constitutional rights. Well, every state's constitution is in harmony with the federal constitution, and that constitution is in harmony with international law provided it applies to you. So are is our state citizens uh subject to any Indiana law? Yes, because Indiana law is constitutional law and it's international law. Is in is Indiana state subject to USAR's law? Yes, because our constitution is consistent with international law, which is consistent with common okay. law. So basically you still have to pay taxes uh, and all of that stuff that goes along with being a, an American citizen. Good question. We speak. I recently um, appealed my property tax to the Virginia State Supreme Court on this very issue because now that my political status has changed, I'm going through the court system to have my property taken off the tax rolls here in Virginia. When it comes to federal taxes, we haven't crossed that bridge yet. We're trying to take one thing at a time. The next thing we're going to do is handle state taxes. So depending on what happens in my property tax case, I can take that decision and then go to my employer and say, look, I'm no longer a citizen of the state of Virginia. I'm now a citizen of the province of Virginia. That's what we call it here. And my state taxes that go to the state of Virginia, 
They're now going to start going to the province of Virginia, and we can use those funds here in the province to, to do the things that we want as a, as a state of people or a nation of people. And that's how it works. It's a process you have to go through. People to, to first recognize you and then to abide by the laws that allow you to do the things, the same things that they do according to the law. The laws are there. You just got to enforce them. Okay. Um, okay. I see what you, you are. Um, only, only way you want to enforce them is if, if you're in your proper status. We need. To, can you go put your your um your website in the chat room and just go on to get the people the website because we need to move on. No, I tried to move all day on this right here. I was uh, uh, logged in in our uh, the uh, chat room and it it just wouldn't bring up the the box. Mr. Talk. That's why I called then. Oh, okay. Go back and, and just refresh. It should log okay, in. Okay. Let me. I don't see why not. Everybody else is in. You know, sometimes you just have to refresh it. Okay. But we right. do need to move on. We'll talk about here. some other things. All right. Well, Bernie, is that? I mean, cause that's all you got. Hey, I'm 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 good. I just kind of want to see where it was going with that. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I hope I answered your question. Uh, if not. You know, Mr. Talk knows how to get in contact with me, but I'll I'll try to sign on well, and uh, put everything in the so chat room for wait you. Okay, wait a minute before you go, though. I got a question coming to me. It says, so what happens when they may need financial assistance or support from the state of Indiana? Well, we don't receive support from the state of Indiana. The state of Indiana was, was the state that issued us the charter. We're not we're not under them, but they were the the state. A state is a sovereign, so you need another sovereign state to recognize you. And then once one sovereign state recognizes you, according to the acts of state, other states have to recognize you as well. They can't under international law. They cannot. It's it's called the 1960 Declaration on Granting Independence to Former Colonized Countries. These states cannot. Stop the Aboriginal and Indigenous people from establishing their own government. They can't do it. They can do it if you don't know they they can't do it. But once so we know, once you, we found that out, we applied mm-hmm. and we got the charter. They couldn't tell us no because they're under international law. Mm. They're under interna- every state is under international law. So, how do you prove that you ever you you Aboriginal people from this? I mean, how do you prove that? I mean, they don't ask for any proof. They just take your word for it. They know who we are. They they know they're uh-huh. not. Uh huh. They know they know they're not. They know who we are. And I mean, it, it, it's okay. not a black or white thing or racial thing. Is it? They know they're not. They know we are. Mm-hmm. And in our charter, it states who we are. And they looked over the charter. And they said, okay, y'all are going to operate according to constitutional principles. Law, you're going to set up your government according to public and form of government, three branches of government. Okay, you can mm-hmm. form your own police force. Okay, y'all good. Hmm. But you can't act out. Oh. We can't. You, uh, 
If you're going to be a, a Republican form of government, you got to act. You got to act within the parameters of your charter. Well, let me ask you this, okay. right, right quick before 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 Mister Talk uh, get get on what he's going to talk talk about next. Okay, if say somebody within your state, state of people, with y'all's laws, say somebody breaks the law within y'all people, and you guys get together and say, well, we're just going to slap him on the wrist. Okay, this this is okay. You know, he broke the law. It was a state law. He broke the law. We held it with our state, but the actual state of Indiana say, oh no, that wasn't good enough. We 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 don't we don't take it further. Can the state of Indiana come in and and prosecute that person? No, no, they can't. They can't do that because our laws apply to our citizens. Because of right now where we are in the development of our government, we don't have a, a, a physical jail. Then if one of our nationals violated one of our laws, which which they shouldn't, but let's say if they did, then if if it was if they broke the common law, then the press charges against them, perhaps in a Indiana state court, but we wouldn't want to do that because we would want to handle it ourselves. So, again, right. at this it's, stage in our development, we, we don't have any of that. But once we get to that stage where we have our own jails, um, our police force, we could do the same thing that the state of Indiana does to its citizens and residents, press charges and, you know, prosecute accordingly. Okay. I'm done, Eric. Okay. That, that's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the thing, all we got to do all right. is develop it. Is, is develop it. Okay. Develop it. I, you know what? I, the, okay. All right. I, I mean, uh, I see the logic, but my question is, why y'all chose a state that already has state tax? Why wouldn't you choose ones that didn't have a state tax? That would make probably make it easier to attack the federal tax. Which, you know, okay. But I understand. You know, I, there's a lot of questions, but we demand, I tell you. Hold on. All right, thanks, Bob. Don't forget to put your information. Hey, this is going to give you us your website right now because I, okay. I know that's well, the thing I'm going to talk about, but we got other callers too. Okay, I'm, in, I'm in the chat place, but my screen, is it says live chat, and our whole box is black. So I don't know what's going on with that, right. so I can't or anything. But anyway, the website is United States, and that's with an S at the end of states, Republic. Mm-hmm. United States Republic at info. Okay. And again, All right. if you're black, you want to consider yourself mm-hmm. black, African American, Negro, then you're classified as being from Africa. And this. So, okay, the clarify. You would not well, let you go establish a state crazy. here. So, what do you classify your state? Your to be in your state, what do you have to classify as? Well, because of the history, you are Americans first. But you are Americans of Moorish descent. So you will, you could say you're American of Moorish descent or Moorish American. Isn't the definition of more black? More are the dark-skinned people, not black people. People aren't black. People are dark-skinned. You have hue. So and the, what you're saying oh. is not wrong, but I'm just, no, the Moors or the Moorish people are the dark-skinned people, the aboriginal people of North America. 
We we are the we are the original people of of the earth, specifically of North America. Okay. We are we right. are the descendants from the original people. We're not the we're not the Moors because all of those Moors are dead. They breeded in a mix with different people, different other tribes. We carry their blood, so we're more rich. We're descendants of those original people who migrated here thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. And we started calling ourselves different tribal names, and, of course, the Europeans started calling us Indians, black, Negroes, colors. But we come back into our proper status as Moorish Americans or Americans of Moorish descent, same people. But mm-hmm. that's who we are recognized mm-hmm. Legally. Legally. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Mm-hmm. Time. All right. Well, hold on. okay. You're welcome. Let me see. I got one more call. I maybe want to ask you something. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here and what you got for me? Maze. Okay, Maze. What's going on? I knew it. <laughs> How long have you What's been trying to get you on this? Just fine. Hello. How long you been trying to get your own huh? state, first of all? I asked him how long has he been oh, trying to get his own state. Are you talking about the Jabbar? Okay. The yeah. Jabbar, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Hello? Yes. How yeah. long you been working on this? Got gotcha. you. Do you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Oh. The state was established April 4th, 2015. I'm sorry, April 14th of 2015. Really? So now I have one for you. So why can't D.C. get statehood and you get statehood? And they still trying. Well, Hello. because they're calling themselves black. And, really? And if you know anything about the District of Columbia government, you will know that that government was created by the Congress in order to administrate the commercial activity in that particular area so that Congress wouldn't have to do it. Congress wanted to worry about passing laws and doing other things. They didn't have time to run a police force. Okay. So that's why they have everything except statehood. And then Delaware, they don't pay taxes. So I'm wondering why didn't you go to one of those states where they already been trying to get it, and you saying you in some other place where you got to go to Virginia and do this, and then you're still in the planning stage. Just like they are, because you're so, not not fully planning what you're saying you're gonna do. And how much do this cost to? to, to does it cost to what you're doing? Does somebody go to no. your site? Is it a cost? <laughs> no. Okay. When you <laughs> we call it, it, it's referred to as repatriation. Just like people expatriate from a, a state or a nation, this is called repatriation. Meaning you, we've we've reestablished our state government, and those who want to repatriate to it do so. So there is no oh, cost for repatriation. And that once you repatriate, now you have a nationality, and nationality is your legal attachment and relationship to a state. You have a nationality now. Now your nationality in your state, wherever you live. Your nationality is that of the state. So if you live in Texas, you're a Texan. But just because you're a Texan don't mean you're a one citizen. You could be a class two citizen or a subject. Well, what if I live on an Indian reservation, then what? 
Well, if you live on if you live on a recognized Indian reservation, then you're an Indian. You're probably under the Bureau of Indian Affairs, and I'm not sure what arrangements they have with the federal government. But to my understanding, they are still under federal guidelines and federal protection. And won't you be too? If you had your own no. state. Okay. No, we we have our own political body, which is we have our own political body, which is a state. And somebody wanted to join you is free. You just come on and give me your name and your information, and everything is done for free. There's no cost. There's no cost. Now, in order to in order to repatriate to a state, you do have to take <laughs> it over to the state. Okay, just tell us about the money. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm oh, saying you, you have to you you have to play nationality is free <laughs> under international law. It's free. Oh, yeah, right. Dude. If you yeah, attach yourself. Yeah, no, you need to go. No, I mean, no. I can't say. I'm just gonna be no, nice. I'm sorry. I don't follow Jim Jones, I, I, I and I can't follow you, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I can't do <laughs> I loyalty. Like no, I, I pledge my loyalty to the Most High. That's all. This is just an oath of allegiance. Oath of allegiance, not a loyalty. It's an oath of allegiance. If the people in DC okay. been trying to get saved here for all these years and they haven't got it, and uh, you can't convince me that you got some somewhere, you can show it to me, and okay. I might believe it. But when you can show it, I'm you go to our website. You I give me your emailers. I can email you a certified copy of our charter. Certified. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got charters that certified. They don't mean nothing. Who? Who? Who's a lot of people? Name me one. We don't even want to go there. But I'm saying. Name me a half of one. When you prove it to me, and I believe it. Well, send me your email. Give me your email address, and I'll send it to you. I don't give my email address to anybody. Can I give you my? Right, 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 right. But I'm saying, you when I, you get say hood, just see what you're you saying. Yeah, and all this stuff, and I want to see it. All right, in the people. All right, let's wrap this up because <laughs> uh, I'm running out of time. I want to talk about a couple of more things. Oh, hello, Vernon. Um, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, uh, Jabbar, I get your email address, and I can send you mine, and you send me a copy of it, then I can, you know, read over and, and pass it on to my my viewers, my listeners. Okay, we'll do it like we'll that. Do. And show sure like that. All right. Because all we'll documents do. are work. Some documents are all right. You know. <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's move on because there's a couple of things I want to talk about. That's very interesting, though. I, I see a lot of people are interested, but, you know, when he said allegiance, I don't know. I, my allegiance is to God. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but we'll, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. Uh, uh, okay. So. Are you still with me? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Um, let's talk about Sarah Sanders real quick. I got, I got, I got a quick, 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 quick clip I want to play here. Then it'll slow me down. Now it's not really quick, but okay. Over the weekend, Sarah Sanders went to a hotel, uh, uh, not hotel, a restaurant, little family restaurant, and um, she was asked to leave. Now there was. A, they're uproar because they feel they were told her to leave because of her, you know she worked for 45 or what have you, and that is somewhat true, but it's more to it than what they're saying. But here's a little clip, real fast, of of how they the, the media explained it. Then I'll tell you how the owner explained it. So here it is. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says she was out for dinner last night in Virginia when she was refused service at a restaurant because she works for the Trump administration. I want to bring in CNN's White House correspondent Boris Sanchez, who's been following these developments. So, Boris, what do we know? 
Hey there, Fred. Yeah, we got tipped off to this story after a server at the Redhead restaurant in Virginia posted on Facebook saying, and I'm paraphrasing, that they uh, attempted to serve Sarah Sanders uh, for a short while before the owner of that restaurant intervened and asked uh, Sarah Sanders and her family, seven of her family members, to leave the restaurant. We reached out to the Red Hen. We've yet to hear back from them. But uh, I reached out to Sarah Sanders, and she uh, referred me to her Twitter account in which she confirmed this story. Here's what uh, the press secretary for President Trump tweeted out. She writes, quote, Last night I was told by the owner of Red Hen in Lexington, Virginia, to leave because I work for President Trump, and I politely left. Her actions say far more about her than about me. I always do my best to treat people, including those I disagree with, respectfully and will continue to do so. As you can imagine, Fred, the Yelp reviews for the Red Hen in Virginia are uh, very political right now. Jokes aside, though, we should point out that this is only the latest uh, instance that we've seen. A Trump administration official have a hard time while going out to eat this week. We saw reports that Stephen Miller was heckled as he was trying to eat at a Mexican restaurant. And we've seen video of the secretary of uh, the Department of Homeland Security getting booed out of a restaurant here in D.C., also a Mexican restaurant, as a result of the Trump administration's immigration policy. Uh, Fred? Being heckled, being booed, but as far as we know, do we know that anyone working in the White House uh, has been denied service or been asked to leave like Sarah Sanders, um, you know, tweets that she was? Uh, from the reports that we heard about the instance with Kirsten Nielsen, uh, the booing was caused by a, a group of people, an outside group of people that entered the restaurant and that essentially impeded her from being able to enjoy uh, the service there at that Mexican restaurant. So she left, but it's not clear if the actual uh, wait staff or the, the ownership of that restaurant asked her to leave the way that we've now gotten confirmation uh, that Sarah Sanders was asked to leave, Fred. All right, uh, Boris Sanchez, thank you so much to the White House. Appreciate that. All right, uh, joining me right now is Anna Navarro, a CNN political commentator, and Jack Kingston, also a CNN political commentator and a former senior advisor to the Trump campaign. Uh, thanks to both of you for being with me. So, Anna, let me begin with you. You know, this uh, tweet from Sarah Sanders saying she was, you know, kicked out of that restaurant because she worked for the president. Um, this kind of in-your-face, if you want to call it, you know, backlash now. Uh, do you see this as a direct correlation, you know, to what is transpiring right now on the border, or is this bigger um, potentially than that? Look, I think uh, this is something that's been building up for the 18 months that Donald Trump has been president. People have seen uh, this president lie and lie and lie and lie time again. They've seen him do outrageous, offensive things. Sarah Sanders, his uh, spokesperson, has become the face of this administration. And I think, you know, some people are offended by the idea of baking a cake for a gay couple. They find that morally offensive. Some people find the idea of tearing children away from their families and then lying about it morally offensive and don't want to be part of that. It's a, I think it's a difficult issue. I feel uh, very badly that her children, her family had to witness that. But I also think there's, look, you make choices in life, you'll make choices in life. And there is a cost to being an accomplice to this cruel, deceitful administration. So, Jack, how do you see it? Is this potentially just the beginning? I mean, Boris just helped recall, you know, for Homeland Security, you know, Secretary, um, you know, she got jeers when she was at a Mexican restaurant. Uh, Stephen Miller apparently just did as well. And now 
Sarah Sanders to be asked to leave, reportedly by the owner of the restaurant. Um, is this an indicator of, of things to go to come that people are feeling, you know, emboldened to express themselves in this manner? Well, I, I think it's outrageous. I think it's rude. You know, I, I have been in public policy for 30 years and sat down with lots of people who have extreme philosophical differences about, and yet you have to respect them and to have no respect for the uh, office of the press secretary of the United States of America just shows that this restaurant is just a, a you know, a, this person's a chicken, a little uh, pipsqueak kind of person that really probably has no right to be part of the public debate. Uh, in the likes of some, somebody like uh, Sarah Sanders. I'll give you an example, Fred. Yesterday, I had lunch with Rosa DeLora, who's a very, very liberal member, very anti-Trump member of the House, but she and I have a, a great respect for each other. We don't agree on a lot, but we have a good friendship. I think that what happens right now is there's a lot of misbehavior on both sides, a lot of uh, a rhetorical irresponsibility, and it leads to things like this. But far worse, frankly, was you know a little bit over a year ago when the Bernie Sanders uh, supporter decides to take matters in his own hands and does the, the hate crime, the assassination attempt on Steve Scalise at, at the baseball game. Um, so to me, rhetoric and both sides rhetoric uh, does have a cost. And I, I, I think that we in Washington, those of us, and I'm not so much in public policy anymore, but I think we have to lead by example and show people that, you know what, you can disagree, but the other person isn't a Nazi. It's okay to disagree. Hmm. Okay, well, Fred, but, but Fred, I also want to say, though, let's, uh, you know, we've, the three cases we've seen this week with uh, Secretary Nielsen, with what's his name, uh, and with, uh, I don't like to pronounce it, uh, and with Sarah Sanders, all involve restaurants, all involve eating outlets. And, and let's remember Public. that there is a, uh, you know, a disproportionate amount of Hispanics, of Latinos, of immigrants that work in restaurants, particularly in the D.C. area, where there are so many uh, Central American immigrants. And look, this thing with the, with the kids, this thing with the separation of the families has cut deep into the hearts of the Latino community. These are kids that, that look like us, that sound like us, that could have been us, but for the grace of God, that could have been me. So it, it's a very emotional time. Mm -hmm. You are asking people to, to serve. They have a conscientious objection. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to tell people, put your convictions away, put your principles away, and go serve them. Look, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, and I hate that, that it's happening. I can tell you I've gotten chased around the, the supermarket and uh, berated by some Trump supporters. It kind of comes with the territory when you become a public person and you become the public face for something, and there is a cost to pay for the decisions you yeah. make And, in and we're seeing there are a variety of ways in which people are speaking out, whether you are famous, infamous, or otherwise, you know. All right. There, there you have it. Um, and basically, man, look, I, I'm reading the comments in my chat room, and some say, well, the whole rights were violated. No, it wasn't. Because any place you go into, they have the right to refuse your service. It don't matter who you are. Now, um, Sarah Sanders was there with seven other guests. Her guests were there first, and then she walked in later. All right? Uh, the owner said that she was home when she got a phone call informing her that Sanders had walked in to her small farm-to-table restaurant. The chef said the staff is a little concerned. What should we do? I said I'd be right down to see if it's true. Okay, the owner then said she had her doubts that Sanders would be in a restaurant in that small 
rural town, but, you know, once she got there, she realized it was her. She then huddled with the staff, many who took issue with the White House on several issues and some who are gay, and asked them if they thought, and she asked them if they thought Sanders should go. They did. So she asked Sanders to go to her, with her to the patio. She explained to her that um, the restaurant had certain Sanders standards and that she felt it had to uphold such as honesty and compassion and cooperation and said, I'd like to ask you to leave. Um, and that was it. You know, um, and she says it doesn't matter the repercussions because, you know, this app called Yelp, everybody's attacking her on Yelp. You know, people from Texas that ain't even been there, they want to attack her. Fine, do what you want to do. But I'm with her. I would have done the, She said I would have done the same thing again. We just felt there are moments in time when people need to live their convictions and disappear to be one. Now, I, I, look, I'm with the lady. And you know what? Like like they were saying, like they were saying. Um, before I go go any further, all right, y'all. We got 14 minutes left of live airtime, so we will be going to overtime. And if you want to continue to hear the rest of the show live, you need to get on the switchboard three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. If not, you can catch the rest of the show in the archives. And I do appreciate you stopping by. Okay, and I love y'all. Um, because I, I want Pete to get a little bit of this as well. Um. Look, like the lady was talking on the clip, the majority of, of, of cooks and servers and things like that in, in small restaurants, no matter what state you in, are Hispanic, Latino, you know, gay, uh, uh, transit, whatever you want to call them. Okay, these these are the same people that you stand stand up there on the podium day in and day out and criticize, talk nasty about, defend the the, the policies. Uh, of a president that the policies aren't popular. So when people recognize you as, quote-unquote, a member of the administration, what you think is going to happen? Now, honestly, I would rather them ask me to leave than think about some of the nasty stuff they would do to my food. I'm just putting it out there in the normal thought of process here. Oh, yeah, we got this so-and-so over here. Yeah, we're going to fix a special soup just for her. Can you imagine? So actually, they did a favor by asking her to leave. But it is unfair for them to attack this 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 lady's um, uh, restaurant like that because that was, that was her choice. That is the freedom that she had. Now people want to bring up this case that the the, the baker refused to make for this um, gay couple. Hey, that was their choice as well. That's their business. They don't want to make a case for a homosexual couple. They don't have to. What is the issue? It's amazing how, you know, it's it's amazing how uh, freedom of choice and freedom of speech only uh, pertains to certain people. And others, you just have to do like we say you're doing, that's it. Well, duh, no. Yeah, for like 75% of American public support deportation, separation of alien families. Of course they do, because it's not their family. And that's probably that 75% are all, the majority are um, Trump supporters, his base supporters. See, when you look at numbers like that, you have to break them down. Of course they're going to say a 75%, because it's probably a poll that was on a computer or a, a robocall where people pick up the phone and ask the phone. You don't know who you're talking to. But when the numbers come out, it looks good. Well, yeah, don't, don't buy into the numbers because they're false. 
but that's a good trial fly catch. Okay. Um, uh, Evelyn said the point is they they opened the door. Well, see, as I said before, Evelyn, they get Sarah Sanders came in after the group had arrived. Okay, that is what happened. See, people think she walked in from the beginning. No, the group that she was with was there before she walked in. See, that that's something that has to be cleared up. And when she walked in, that's when. You know, the staff say, well, I, I, I don't know if we feel comfortable serving her, you know, with her standing up there representing 45 and defending him and his lies. Now, somebody said, he ain't lying. He's just creating alternate truths. Whatever, it's a lie. So she defended. She did what she needed to do. Go ahead, um, Pete, because I know you got to get out of here shortly. Go ahead. Talk to me. Yes, another thing that they failed to realize is that they did serve them. They did serve them because she, uh, Huckabee, when they was getting the left, she said, no, don't worry about it. It's on the house. They just had not received their main course yet. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's because mm-hmm. the, the other group, the other part of the group was already there and had been served already. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and so it wasn't like they truly refused them service. No, they were just uncomfortable. They, they was already serving them. Just like they were serving everybody else up until the point, like they said, like you said, when she walked in. Mm-hmm. So, and she had, and you know, and 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 she used common courtesy, you know, to pull her outside, you know, and 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 and, and voice her concern. Didn't do it in front right. of um, all of the people in the restaurant, like it says in the other incident that happened when they were actually that person didn't anybody. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know so that that that's what you have. So you know, just want to clear it up so you understand what's really going on and how it really really happened. <laughs> ah. Okay. Of course, you know everybody gonna make you know just like any political um, thing happens. It's going to get blown out of portion. One side is going to blow it out of portion. The other side is going to blow it out of portion. And everybody's going to get upset. And then what we're going to realize is it was a distraction for something else going on. They're going to use it exactly. to do something else. I mean, just like exactly. the guy that was talking. You know, he called, he, what he called that lady? A chicken little pip squeak. That wasn't necessary. You know, that mm-hmm. really wasn't necessary. Nope. You know, and they wonder why people don't want to deal with him. You know, you don't know me, but you gonna. She came in my restaurant. I didn't invite her in. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I didn't call for her to come in. She came to my restaurant. But you gonna call me a pimp squeak, chicken little pimp squeak? Yeah, okay. You come to my restaurant. I got a special meal for you. All right. Anyway, <laughs> very special meal for you. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what 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 was it in 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 the in the um help that special pie? Oh yeah, special pie, special soup. <laughs> oh yeah, my special pie. Good for you. Yeah, oh, that special pie and that special soup. I got it for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I took uh, my own. Refinery Design say should they post a sign on the door from now on? No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. They don't have to post a sign on the door. Not at all. <laughs> they don't have to post a sign on the door. They'll be all right. 
it'll die down after a while they become famous. In fact, this is free publicity for the for them. They probably get a lot of business now because people want to see the, 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 who owns it and the staff. They, they watch. They actually help them out. All right, real quick. Well, not real quick, but let's talk about the shooting in um, Pittsburgh because y'all know I want to talk about this a long time ago. And uh, let me re- refresh you real quick. All right, bad. county investigators are exploring multiple threads in the death of Antoine Rose. John Delano has more on that. The fatal Tuesday evening began with a drive-by shooting in North Braddock, where the shooters exchanged gunfire, wounding a man. Thirteen minutes later, that same vehicle, say county police, was stopped by Officer Michael Rosfeld. District Attorney Stephen Zapala confirmed that investigators have, quote, very good evidence from the surveillance cameras in North Braddock, but he would not disclose what that video shows. While sources did tell KDKA the surveillance video showed Rose firing a gun Friday night, the county police superintendent disputed that, saying the video they had doesn't show that. In any case, when Rosfeld stopped the vehicle and was arresting the driver, two young men ran from the vehicle. Rosfeld fired three shots, striking and killing Rose. The second man is still at large. County investigators found two handguns in the car, and Zapala confirmed on Friday that a 9mm magazine clip was in Rose's front pocket. Sources have also told KDKA that Officer Rosfeld, who worked as a University of Pittsburgh police officer from October 2012 until January of this year, may have been dismissed for cause. Pitt would not confirm the reasons for Rosfeld leaving, but has turned over its personnel files to county investigators. All right, so as you hear, there was a young man shot in the back three times uh, in Pittsburgh. His funeral was actually this morning. You know, they went ahead and they put him in the ground, and the investigation is going on. Now, of course, as always, when there's a shooting involving a black male and a uh, white police officer, there's some um, tension and protesting going on, so forth, so on, you know, the normal, regular stuff. That, that happens when situations like this happen, okay? Now, that's what we know. Um, what I'm about to say right now is going to piss some people off. It really is, and honestly, I don't care. Because, see, there's something else going on here uh, that, that I think we as blacks need to talk to our youngsters about. And I think it will save them for the most part. And that is don't do stupid shit. Yes, I cussed on that one. I did. I cussed because I want to get this point over real well. Okay? Don't do it. Now, everybody out in the street, you walking around, and I've said this before. Why are you running? Why are you giving them a reason? You already know. They're looking for a reason to put you down. You're already in a car that, that has been uh, uh, identified as being in a drive-by shoot. Why was you in there in the beginning? All right, your one buddy, he laid down on the ground. But no, you up two knuckleheads, y'all got to get out and run. Like, they're not going to fire a weapon at you. What is going Black folks. We got to have this conversation. 
don't stop giving these folk reasons to put bullets in you. Stop doing it. Now, everybody else said, well, he didn't have to shoot him. Well, he didn't have to run. He didn't have to run. They're already looking for a car that's been involved in the drive-by shooting. They'd already exchanged fire with some other young men. So what you think them cops are looking to do as soon as you get out and take off running? They're not going to yell, stop. They fired because you they already feel they already have they already have probable cause in their mind. Come on, y'all. We gotta do we gotta tell our children to start making better decisions. Now we got another young man in the ground. Because he decided to get his butt out, you know, number one besides he decided to get in get in a car and they want to go and shoot up some other black folk. Which is a terrible in itself, but to get out and run, you already did the crime. You already did it. Be man, if you man enough to drive by and shoot at somebody, be man enough to lay your behind on the ground and go to jail. I'm sorry, some of you, most of y'all probably ain't gonna agree with me, but that's the way I'm feeling on this one. I said it before with that with the uh, guy in South Carolina. He trying to run with a limp. Knowing he ain't going to go nowhere but two blocks full, he start breathing hard anyway. Come on, y'all. We got to make better decisions than that. But I'm going to shut up real fast. Um, Go ahead, uh, uh, um, Pete. Go ahead. Well, you got a point, you know. But, you know, most of us, the question that is going to come is going to be, well, you know, just because he ran didn't give him a reason them to shoot him, and why do we have to educate our kids? Why can't they? Why do we have to warn them that? Oh, if you see a cop, be compliant. Well, like this one mother said, she said, "I don't care as long I don't care what you have to do. Do whatever you need to do that you make it home alive." See, we have to deal with reality. We have to deal with what the environment is now that our children are living in. You know, and educate them to be proactive and not reactive, you know, and understand that this is your life. You do whatever you need to do to save your life. And as you said, why were you there in the first first place? We just got to teach them to make better decisions than what they make. And then if that means walking away from some folks, then so be it. Because at the end of the day, if you don't care about your life, who the hell else is going to care? Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, I got to go and find some holy water. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, I got to find some holy water because I've been cussed. They got on about I mean, really, man. Let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. We already know. that It's not like there's not examples of, of, of this happening before. <laughs> you know? Now, they had this, this little thing on where he had this, this um, poem or this video where he was talking about he was scared and he, you know, when he was younger, what have you. But apparently you wrote it, but you didn't mean it because you got to do the same thing you was talking about not doing. You know, parents, I, I mean, I have a son, and I'm not naive to think that my son is not out there, you know, doing what teenagers do. Okay, let's be honest about that. But you got to know your child. You got to know who your child hanging out with. You got to know the, the people you hanging out with. You need to know their parents. 
You do. You need to know, you know, type of what they're doing. You know, and so you get a better understanding as to what's going on. Talk to your children. You know, if they're out there riding and people, you know, and, and they come on 10, 11 o'clock at night and they're just trying to hide stuff and just, no, 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 no. Come here. What you got right there? What you been doing? You know, it, it's sad enough for any parent to lose a child. Don't get me wrong. I'm, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I feel for that mother who lost her child. But the young man made a horrible decision, a horrible decision. Now, everybody want to focus on the cop that shot him. Well, he was just sworn in 90 minutes before, or, or he was a part of another, and he may have been dismissed for cause. Okay, that's that's all, that's all, like, okay, that's extra stuff right there. That's extra stuff. That That's what the prosecutors and the investigation, that's all they're going to look into. But what we need to pay attention to is our kids making dumb behind decisions. Dumb behind decisions. That's another black young man whose vision would never happen. Never happen. Because of a dumb decision. Where was he going to run to? Where was he going to run to? I'm not understanding this. But every time it happens, we want to protest. Justice, justice, justice. Justice? How about education? How about communication? How about going to join Jabbar's country then? State. I'm sorry, so state. Go and join Jabbar State, and you don't have to worry about it. But reality, stop making dumb decisions. Crime. Okay, you was in the car. Get your butt out and lay down. You live to talk about it and fight it another day. Now you're dealing with worms. You can have a conversation with them for the next however long till Jesus comes. Because that's where you are. But that's where your body is anyway. Come on, y'all. We we got to do better. We got to do better. It, it, it's very uh, saddening, disparaging, because every time we have this happen, it gets major news, major news coverage, major news coverage. But the coverage is always the same thing. The protesting. The protesting. But when else we as a black community going to really sit down and say, look, this is what's happening here. Our kids are making some horrible decisions right now, life choices, as some people would say. We're making some horrible life choices. What are we going to do? Now, I know some of y'all going to say, well, what about Castillo, whatever, who got shot sitting in the car? Okay, yeah, that, that's one instance where he he. Hey, he just had a trigger-happy officer at that time. Okay, I, I, I can't, I, I'm not, hey. But on this one, 
yeah, that was a bad choice, brother. And you paid the ultimate price for making that bad choice. All right, I see you, Maze. I know you want to get in here. All right, let me bring Maze in. We're going to have this conversation. Anybody want to talk about it? Just hit one on your keypad. Talk to me. Go ahead, Maze. What you got? Well, my first one was about. My first one was about Huckabee and the red. Remember uh-huh. Chick Fil A? Remember the Chick Fil A yeah. thing that they had going on where they didn't want people to eat? They thought it was great. Yeah. Then when Michelle wanted to speak at the graduation, they didn't want her to speak, so she didn't do it, and she met the kids somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So they're just right. getting a little taste of what they've been doing all along, and then they want somebody to be crying and on their side about it. If you stop doing evil stuff, you won't be in evil deeds to see what's going on now, well, and ain't nobody going to have no sympathy for you. That's the way I see it. And okay. I see that her telling a lot today saying that they threatened her and threatened her children. That's the lie she stood at the at the conference she was having and told. She needed to tell that group that's threatening that restaurant. She needed to tell those people that's threatening that restaurant to leave it alone. Mm. And then every time they come up with something mm-hmm. against them, they should show all of the stuff they did eight years ago. Everything they did in their feet. Mm-hmm. From Chick-fil-A and everywhere yeah. else. See, they forget that. Them little commentators don't have nothing to say. Now, when you get to talking about what the cops did to that that 17-year-old boy, I know two mm-hmm. incidents. I know two of the mothers that something happened to. One of them, the mm-hmm. one in Georgia, that football player, where they, they choked mm-hmm. him out and they thought they killed him. What was he doing? Mm-hmm. Was he committing a crime? You got no, some road dog cops. That's what I'm saying. So he, his mother see that film every day, and it does something to her. Her child could have been dead, too. And then the other one that beat got beat up by the cops. Before, real bad. Mace, Mace, before, ta- before you ta- go there, before, what? before you go there, we talk a totally different scenarios here. There's no, there's I'm just not like saying, the one. I'm not, I, no, I'm not saying that, that there aren't cops out there that's using excessive force. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm well, saying Mr. Talk is, was, what, what, Mr. Talk what? Go ahead. The guy, oh, the guy that had a gun, the guy that the boy that they showed the other day that had a gun in his hand when the cop uh, approached him, he told him to put it down. He was I wasn't expecting to see him get shot, but I don't want to expect to see nobody get shot in the back. So what's the difference but, between so, the two of them getting shot that got a gun and one don't have one in the gun? Guy, wait a minute. The guy who had the gun, what did he do? He put the gun down and got down, didn't he? He put it down, but they don't. They don't then the one that was running, why was he there and the one that had a gun? Wait a minute. He... Exactly. Listen to what you say. He put the gun down, and he got down like they told him to. But do you think that it been that same cop that shot the one in the back? Do you think he would have gave him the opportunity to put it down? And the little one, the little guy that was playing with a toy gun, uh, what did they tell him? He did. Maze, and he was outside playing. Maze, Maze, so Maze, the community. I, I understand the Maze, I understand the examples that you were trying to give me right here, but you missing I'm not giving you no the example. point I'm trying to make. Yes, you are, but I, I, you're missing what? my point here. And you yeah, just let me give you my point. One guy, one guy, one guy, he's still living. The other guy took off running, and he's dead. Yeah, now, he shot from behind. Okay, yeah, he got shot from behind, okay. Why was, was he running, the Why I don't know why he, he was He was 17. He was 17 years old, and they do that. Even if he was a criminal, he still shouldn't have been shot in the back. Mace, look, 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 Mace. Let me tell you what the boss said. The guy got out the car. Mace, the guy got out the car. One had a gun, and the other two broke out running. They uh, said that they, they let him go, and they said that wasn't the right car. So, no, 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 that ain't what they said. Well, you need to go back and listen. Let's hear two different stories. Let me give you my opinion on what the black community needs. No, 
It's a police spotted what they believe was the same car on Granville Avenue in East Pittsburgh a brief time later. The car had bullet holes in the rear windows. While at East Pittsburgh, police officer was detaining the driver. Two passengers ran from the car, including Rose. The officer opened fire, and Rose was struck by multiple rounds. Police found two weapons inside the vehicle, but none on Rose's person. All right, so no, they weren't just letting the car go. They had they had a, a good reason to stop the car. Everybody not riding around with bullet holes in the back of their car windshield. Well, no, they're not. You know so I, I mean? can be wrong, but still. It's against the law to shoot somebody in the back while they're running. Just like the one that happened in Carolina. They well, shot him in the back. And he was you know what? So okay. the black community, can I give you my opinion? No, what the black community no. needs to do, they need to do like everybody else, file a lawsuit against the police departments that keep killing these people oh. on own. That's what they need okay. to do. What, what we need to do is talk to our kids and That's tell them stop doing to do. dumb stuff. That's what we okay, need to do because everybody law, do it. Okay, listen. Everybody, Pennsylvania law allows... Pennsylvania law allows deadly force and arrest only when the officer believes that such force is necessary to prevent death or serious bodily injury to himself or others. Deadly force can be used when force is necessary to prevent an escape and the person to be arrested has committed a forcible felony or he is trying to escape and possess a deadly weapon or he will endanger others if not arrested right away. Okay. So who in the responded to a shots fired called on Kilpatrick Avenue in North Barrett. When they arrived, they found a 22-year-old man had been shot in the abdomen. The shooter fired nine 40 caliber rounds at the victim from a vehicle. The victim returned fire and struck the vehicle with multiple rounds. Callers reported the call was spotted fleeing the scene. So those and are the facts, as we know. So and those what? are the facts, but I'm saying he should be dead because the facts because he was running. You saying kill him because they run? Man, let, let me tell you, let right. me tell you something, man. You know that's like that's like me being you a can agree, disagree. and I know I'm, no no listen listen and I know I'm about I'm about to um go in a, a hot area and when I say a hot uh-huh. area I mean we gonna take fire regardless which we ran through all the time. All right. Now before I even get there, my mind is already made up. The first thing I see moving, I'm putting a bullet in it because I'm not even gonna well, take I- that chance. Well, every well, cops okay. got too. Just like the like the other cop that they killed, that filed the family filed the lawsuit, which they killed him, mm-hmm. and he was a cop. So something's wrong with the cop, the police department, not the people in the community. It's like well, it's just like that guy know, was running. What if somebody else was running across that yard know, at the time he was running? He would have tried to kill them too. Everybody, everybody wants to blame the police department. Everybody wants well, to blame the police got, department. Who yeah. Who's so, I don't think black people are going to do like that. When are we going to take responsibility for our kids making the dumb mistakes? I am taking responsibility. Why, you when you... Why were they over there what? shooting at other black kids anyway? Why are you over there riding the car shooting? I had the slightest idea. I said if he if, if he was turned forward at going after him and he shot him, but if he's running, he that man he's not attacking him. <laughs> So he's attacking. He's just shooting. And what if somebody, what if it felt okay. like it was yo-yo and he was coming outside and he was shooting that boy in the back and you were coming, he would shot you too. So who was he putting life in danger? Him and whoever else came through that path where he was running. There would have been some dead people. So in other words, he shouldn't have been a cop in the first well, place because he Mace, probably got arrested. Maze, you, you can fast talk me all you want to, but I'm if not you look at the video when he, was running, you. When, he, when, he, when he was running through those, those buildings, wasn't nobody there. He was, he was in front of the other guy. Him. Well, 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 I, saw he, he he I saw him get out that car and run, and I heard the gunshots, okay? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's now, now you shoot the kid. No question later. I thought it was, uh, they supposed to. You know what? You know, everybody, everybody used that, well, shoot, don't shoot the kill. 
it's like this. When that's a drill in the floor and you point, point, point that weapon at someone, you ain't think about not shoot to kill. You try to put a brown in him wherever you can to stop Oh, him. yes. If, if it's in you to do that, yes, but it's not in there. Everybody should do that because every cop wouldn't have done that. You know Look, look, there have been times when <laughs> and military people didn't shoot people either. Nobody hit nobody. You know what, man? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. one of those things that I always say, and I'm going to say it again, and everybody get mad at him if you want to. It was his time to go. He made a dumb decision, and he paid the price. Well, he paid the price for getting shot in the back, and they're going to pay the price. But I'm saying all of these things, just like I say, two people, if it happens to you, I know their mother. And once again, Mays, once again, Mays, you know what's going to happen? The, the city the city attorney's gonna get with the family. They're gonna settle out of court. The city gonna pay what what was the going rate? Six six to eight million dollars to the family and everybody and everybody gonna be happy. I don't know, just just like that cop that got killed. Uh by uh, other cop. Man, man, I'm, gonna get paid man, too. I'm telling you. I'm man, saying I'm telling you, the that community is, don't is, need to do nothing but file a lawsuit again. But Mr. Tyler say that's it. They file a yes, lawsuit. And then I'm saying instead of marching, and then they settle out of court. Instead of marching, they don't need to march. They need to file lawsuits against this, these cities and these states for what we see going on because you got playing and they admitted that they playing. So they ain't gonna give you a chance to live anyway. Because okay. you sit there right, on man. the ground and get shot. Okay, man. So one man was laying on the ground and they shot him anyway. So how can you tell the community okay. what they need to do and make a change when you see stuff happening that shouldn't be? Just okay, people hate you. Okay, man. So I'm just, I'm, that's my opinion. You got yours and I got mine. Okay, and I'm not yeah, mad at that's you. That's yours. I, I, I'm not arguing <laughs> with you. I'm just saying. Why do you think people are going to get mad you at you? Know what I'm saying? Why do you think people are going to get mad at him? They just give their opinion like he gave his. And if it don't match, it just don't. You just see things oh, different. Oh, that's right. You know, that's like Walter Scott. You know, he he had a taillight out. He had a taillight out. That's yeah. what. Or maybe get your, get your, get your taillight face a warning. But no, and then he had a bad leg, and he know he couldn't run, or he gonna get his old behind out and go limping trying to run somewhere. Well, I didn't know it was against the Another bad money. decision. If you run, you did. Yes, it's a bad decision, well, but you should. See, Mace, Mace, Mace. See, once again, once again, Mace, you're missing the point here. The decisions that's made for every consequence, Mace, for every choice you make, there is a consequence. There's a consequence. See what I'm saying? There is a consequence. So you were saying, the you were saying that if it was you, the consequence they lost their lives. But you saying if it was you and they shot you, they didn't kill you, they just shot you, and you saying it was the consequences that you did because you weren't breaking the law, and you had some some cop that wanted to shoot just because he has a badge on, and you think it would have been right. Maybe sometimes your logic is just. No, it's not my logic. It's just what I'm asking you is yes or no. Yes or no what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it to have been me. No, 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 no. We're not saying that it was right. We never said that it was right. We said the young man made the wrong decision in the environment that we are in now. Knowing the environment that if you run, more than likely, they're going to shoot. But you don't we have to run. And they I, well, I'm saying you don't have to run and they should do stuff to you. Just like I said, the football and, player, and, 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 and he's not and running. And that's exactly what we're saying. You don't you don't even have to be running. And they will shoot. Cool. So why Thank give you. them an, then why give them an instant to provoke them to do something that you already know they're probably gonna do anyway? But all I'm saying all I was saying
say it was, make the decisions that protect your life. Well, they, most people think that they make any decision, and that's some of them. That was not the only thing we're saying. That was not a good decision. Well, it wasn't a good decision, but I'm saying that it wasn't a good decision on either side. The guy that shot him in the back was not the law. So they didn't need to go back for some training. So if, if all of them were doing it, it would be a whole different story, but all cops don't do that. So something's wrong somewhere <laughs> in that department with them. You know, okay, man. And that's what we need to stop at Because you know, honestly, I got pulled, pulled over three, four times, and I ain't never had no problems. I got really? pulled over and got warnings. Yeah, really. Well, <laughs> I had one that was going to accuse me of doing something that I Dang. wasn't doing, and my brother was a cop, and I'm standing up there talking to him, and he wanted to arrest me for nothing. <laughs> so why do you think I didn't well, go man, to Well, man, I'm sure you, you, you probably did some talking, man, because I can't see you just standing there. I told you I have a lawyer, and I tell him, I let him know in a minute that I know the law. See? And uh, do what you want to <laughs> do, but you're going to get sued. That's just how I leave it. See? <laughs> Okay. So just because he gets, right. You can't talk anymore, you can't say nothing, and then you get arrested or you get shot or you go to jail. A lot of people, it just happened too many times. Because they're mad okay. because they took all, all right, these statues down and all everything right. else. They're mad about it. And you just lucky if you do come out alive, even if you ain't saying nothing. You can be laying on the ground and still get shot, depending on which okay. one you got. Yeah. You probably get shot, people get shot, everybody gets shot, except the ones that really need to be shot or should be shot. Nothing mm-hmm. happened to them. They you know, going to jail and spending a few <laughs> years getting out. Now, do you think that's a good system that black people <laughs> need to look at? <laughs> I don't think so. Because <laughs> my friend, every night she was like, I'm saying it does something to her. When they choked her son out, she thought he was dead and they did too. And look at the look, at the look on their faces. It don't take 20 cops to go arrest nobody. Mm-hmm. Why you got to have five or ten coming? If you just one or two, it'll be okay. Then you got some even coming in and kicking me. Before you know what happened, they just come in and kicking me. Okay. All right, man. So okay. what, what are they supposed to say about that? They made the wrong okay. decision? Mm-hmm. <sighs> so that's my Okay, man. All right, man. <laughs> but I feel a little bit anyway. I ain't mad with you. I don't get mad with people. I told you that. <laughs> hey, that's just I ain't me. mad at you either. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so you we got to give them a point of view. That's, that's right. Everybody thought the same. I told you they all go off the cliff. Somebody got to be standing up looking when everybody else fall off for being the same. And tell why they just went off that cliff. Okay. Somebody got to be the butt. Yeah, somebody got to witness why they faithful. <laughs> and they tell the story. Yeah. So I'm going to be that one. <laughs> when everybody else fall off, I'm going to be standing up looking at Okay, that's the oh, way I man. see things. Dang on it. All Where right. did Vernon go? Huh? Where did Vernon go? Did he okay. leave? Okay. Yeah. That's a Vernon. Yeah. What is, you know, Vernon, oh, okay. Vernon, yeah, Vernon be working. Vernon be working. Oh, okay. All right, y'all. We what is good to hear Okay. Oh, yeah, always, always. Uh, you know what, mate, since I got you on here, uh, What's go that? ahead and give me some, some final words. Oh, I'm finished with mine. Sarah Huckabee, um, they need to sit down somewhere with all that mess that they're trying to pull out and go back eight years and all the stuff they did, they just put it on the truck, on front of the tube and let everybody watch all the stuff that they did and just tell them to sit mm-hmm. down somewhere. That's what I see in all of that. No. Okay. All right. That I'm talking about. All right. Well, thank you, ma'am, once again. Appreciate you. Hey, Jabbar, um, my email is ericletstalk at gmail.com. Send me that document to my email, please, sir. E-R-I-C-L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K at gmail.com. And anybody who wants... um, a copy of this constitution that he's going to be sending me, a charter, I'm sorry, charter 
uh, make sure uh, you, you shoot me an email and I'll send you a copy as well. All right? We'll do it like that. Anyway, other than that, man, we're going to get up out of here. Like I said, it's been fun. Uh, we covered a lot of stuff today. And I appreciate it. I really do. I really appreciate your comments, your input. The chat room was jumping today. I've seen some old, old listeners come back and listen in. I love it. I love it. Thank y'all. Me and, me and P. Ross really appreciate it. That that makes us, that encourages us to do more shows and, and, and you know, know that we are doing something right. <laughs> if it's just opening dialogue to certain things, okay? But um, just remember, uh, we'll be back here Friday once again at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with an open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And my parting words is simple. All the world, all the world may not love a lover, but they will be watching him. Y'all, y'all catch that one later. Should I say it again? I guess I will. All the world may not love a lover, but they will be watching him. Y'all figure it out. <laughs> All right, y'all. Till Friday. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself because you laugh at yourself everything else is just groovy. All right? So until Friday, man, for me and P. Ross, y'all have a good week, and we'll be back in here. Oh, yeah. And by chance, you want us to talk about anything in particular, a topic or whatever, shoot us an email. Once again, that's ericletstalk at gmail.com. And uh, P. Ross is P.Leona, L-E-O-N-A, dot Ross24 at gmail.com. Okay? So, that's it. Thank you for listening. It's been fun, but we got to run. See ya!
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.